and welcome to the Pinch Magic Podcast with me, Rebecca Anuwin. So over the next, uh, let's say till the end of the year, I'm going to try something a little bit different or rather I'm going to introduce something a little bit different in that we'll still have our regular podcast, which is going through at the moment our massive series on your magical education um, and interviews. And I thought one of the things that's most important to me is like the whole idea of a pinch of magic of like adding small moments that connect you to yourself. And I was thinking about this the other day and just as a moment of inspiration or madness, we'll find out that I want to create um, a Friday podcast, which is today and a Sunday podcast, just really short podcasts, like between five and 10 minutes that are full of practical tools to help you implement. So Friday, I want to give you a pinch of magic, something for the weekend, something that you can do. Um, might be a, a spell, it could be the creation of something. Very, very magical to keep you, well, for you to explore your magic, find out the different types of magic you like working with. Um, to really connect you to yourself, the magic, the world around you. And then on Sunday, I'm going to do a very short podcast all about intention setting for the week ahead so that you can um, get really, really clear on what it is that you want to create because intention is absolutely essential in all that I do. It's the whole premise of my book, Magical Knickers. It's why each Sunday on the Pinch Magic app, I turn up and do a live ritual for anyone who wants to come and attend um, because creating those habits, creating those routines and setting intentions can change so much of our life. It really makes us remember that we do have more power and influence than we realise. So on a Sunday, I'll be sharing different ways of setting your intentions. So you know, it just doesn't become boring. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's like, oh yeah, my intention is this and we can just keep feeling like we're going through the motions. So I'm going to explore lots of different ways that you can actually set intentions so that you can find ones that really work for you and really resonate for you. So today being a Friday, it's a pinch of magic for your weekend. Um, I keep wanting to say like something for the weekend and it keeps taking me back to the song something for the weekend. <laughs> oh, the child of the 90s here. Um, actually, I'm never really sure. Am I a child of the 80s or the 90s if I was born in 78? I was very much influenced by, I would say I'm like I'm a child of the 80s when Care Bears come up. But for music, I was most definitely um, a child of the 90s. Anyway, I digress. So I thought we would start our weekend by creating a sacred space in your home. Because when we can have a space that is carved out for our spiritual health, for our magic, it reminds us that, you know, this is what we are prioritising in our life. Now, perhaps you're lucky enough to have an entire room. Brilliant. But you don't need an entire room. You just need a space. It could be a cushion in the corner of your bedroom. It could be a little altar on your bedside table. It could be part of a bookshelf or a windowsill that you decide this is going to be my sacred space. Or if you can't do any of those, we're also going to talk about how you could create a little mini travelling altar. So when I've done um, training around the country, uh, I used to take a little mini altar with me and it was a tin with 
various things in it. So we're going to have a look at that today too. So whether you can ded dedicate an entire room, a corner of a room or a little tin in your handbag, let's create some sacred space. So let's start with our home. So where in your home could you find a place where you could have a moment of peace. It doesn't mean that it can't be used for other things. So for example, I, I mentioned like a cushion in the corner of your bedroom. It might be that you keep the cushion in a cupboard, but every time you want to connect with yourself, your magic, do some meditation, draw your oracle cards, do some journaling, you pull out the cushion. And then when you put that cushion down and sit on it, you know that that is your magical space. So we can do these things discreetly or as, you know, openly as you want. It just depends on your situation. But when we talk about sacred space, if you feel like you don't have any, I don't want you to feel disheartened. We create the sacred space. We, it's something we carry within us. And when we can um, create an environment conducive for that, it just enables our magic to be even more potent and I guess it gives you the gravitas of going, yes, this is important to me. I have created this sacred space. So when you are creating sacred space, dedicating it, you know, it could even be um, a place in your garden. Perhaps you have more, more peace and quiet in the garden. Perhaps there's a place out there. Um, you want to cleanse your space. You can use techniques such, such as burning herbs. I always like to burn rosemary or incense. Um, Alternatively, you could use uh, bells, chimes, you could clap your hands, you know, you could em envision that area covered in like white light or any light that you feel is cleansing for you. But also make sure that you have cleared away any rubbish. You might want to, you know, if it's a, in your bedroom again, like I seem to have obsession about the bedroom right now. It's like put away anything that's not needed in that space that you're going to dedicate to. You want it free of clutter so the energy can flow clearly. And then you want to like kind of create an atmosphere. So you, where possible, decorate that space with items that resonate for you. That might look like candles, incense, crystals, uh, symbolic items that mean something to you, pictures of things. And again, you might be able to put, keep that out on a windowsill, on top of a unit somewhere. The very first sacred space I ever made was more of an altar, was on top of a filing cabinet. <laughs> it's like, do what works. Now, if again, if you're in the corner of your bedroom or your end of the dining room table, create a little tray that you can put away tidily where it can't be like knocked over by cats or, you know, fiddled with by people you don't want touching it. And then you can just bring it out and place it somewhere like next to your cushion or when you've created that space again, you can bring out your tray and then make sure that you put items that have meaning to you there. So um, photographs, heirlooms, things that have, you know, maybe someone's given you something as a gift or maybe there's a journal you want to keep on there. And then you might want to consider bringing in the elements. So you might want to bring in the element of earth through stones, even a pebble from your garden or from a pebble you took from a beach that was very special to you or crystals. If you bringing in the element of air, you might want to bring in incense or feathers. Uh, for fire, you might want to bring in candles or something that's red. And for water, you might want to bring in 
uh, like an empty bowl and then you can add water to it as you're lighting your candle so you're like creating something that is interactive with you as well and then you want to make sure that that area is regularly cleansed and organized so that the so it stays fresh so you might want to i mean could it actually the word fresh just made me think you could bring in like fresh flowers and if you have like an altar space there to bring in obviously keep it clean and tidy but bringing gifts, it's, it's like, you know, if you're working with the ancestors that we talked about at Samhain, it's like you might want to put a wee dram of whiskey on there or, you know, make those offerings to any deities that you may be working with or to bring in fresh flowers or just to like routinely use that space to connect with yourself, your spiritual self and your magic. So whether you have a room, <laughs> whether you have a bedside table all of those things that you can weave in just to have somewhere. It's almost like creating a space to rest, to say, yes, in this moment, I'm just going to sit in this space or sit with my altar and just rest, just to be here, to bring your focus to your, your spirituality, to your magic, without the distraction of doing the dishes, folding the laundry, all of those everyday routine tasks. It's just a moment when you go, ah, like that. Whether you're religious or not, if you walk into a church, a cathedral, a temple, it has a different energy because all the people going there are going there to worship. They're going there to find solace, to seek sanctuary, to have a moment out of the everyday to come together in celebration of your belief. Now, that may or may not resonate for you, but that's what we're looking to create in your own home. So you don't have to like trek across the town or the city to go to church or maybe, you know, that whole ideology and dogma that's around religion doesn't sit with you very well, but it's like you can still create that sacred space. I mean, I... (laughs) I'm not overly religious at all, really. Um, But I do love going to churches. I love being in those spaces. The older the church, the better, especially in the UK. We have some really, really old churches. And there's something really powerful about the land that the churches were built on. Because uh, let's face it, where the churches were built in the UK were often on old pagan sites of worship. Um, You can tell that by the beautiful trees that surround them, the very old yew trees in particular. So, you know, we're looking at creating that sacred space, that sanctuary, that place where you can just go, ah, but in the comfort of your own home. And of course, if you don't have the space to do it, let's make a portable space. And of course, you can still have your sacred space at home and a little sacred space in your handbag, in your pocket when you need to have that moment. So once again, when we're looking at creating a portable space, choose a container. It could be a small bag, um, what do you call them, like a little drawstring bag. Um, You could be a little tin, anything that you can be easily transported and keep everything in there. So for example, if you're going to put a few little herbs in there, you probably don't want like an organza bag because it might end up like turning into powder and like seeping through the bag. So I've always found tins pretty hardy because you can open them up and put stuff on both sides of the tin. Um, And then you want to find little versions of your sacred items. So for for example, you might put a mini candle in there and um, whilst chime candles are really good or perhaps even a tea light, 
You can put a birthday candle in there and birthday candles are amazing because they come in all sorts of colours. So depending on what your intention is, you can easily find a, a birthday candle to match. You might want to put a small candle, uh, sorry, a small crystal or some crystal chips in there. You could put in a, you know, you can get those tiny little jars, uh, tiny little bottles, like um, stopper bottles, and you could maybe put some water in one or a, feather, a small feather or a cone of incense. Add in anything that has personal significance, such as a photo, a piece of jewellery, a small talisman. You can decorate the tin, decorate the inside of the tin. You could... Um, keep it with a small notebook or put pieces of paper with your intentions into the tin and then just like your home keep the um, tin regularly in use or opened and like air quotes aired (laughs) so you don't want it like stale and stagnant these are places that should be used whether it's in your home that's going to be used or your tin and it's like even at work you could open your tin and just keep it on the side and nobody would really notice but again it's your moment just to look at the items in the tin and just go, oh, there it is. It's that moment of pause. It's that moment of connection. And also something that you could do is if none of those are available to you or you wanted something else to do as well, is you could create a sacred um, altar on your phone with a collection, like a little montage of pictures. You could um, create a space on your phone where you like you know you can have little folders on your phone where you keep your favorite poems where you keep your favorite pictures um where you keep access or like photos of your favorite passages from books again once again just leaning into that and just going oh so how are you going to create your sacred space this weekend or just use your sacred space this weekend if you already have one Come and share it with us in all of the places, if you or any of the places, I should say. If you're on Spotify, come and click and where it, where it says, what was your favourite part of the episode? Just say, I'm going to do X, Y and Z. If you're in our magical community over on Circle, it's like our social media platform without distractions, come and upload a photo. Come and share what your sacred space looks like, what your little altar tin looks like, <laughs> what your cushion in the corner looks like. And if you're on the Pinch of Magic app, um, click on the menu, scroll to the second screen and click inspiration and come and upload a photo um, of your sacred space to inspire other people and also just to share, just to share and spread the magic. So let me know whether you are excited about these little mini moments of magic throughout your week to keep you aligned and on track with your own magic. Um, I will be back on Sunday Uh, with our first little piece of magical intention setting. So thank you for joining me. I will speak to you again very soon.